Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Shannon Feltis. I'm Bonnie Dutch. And this is You, you Are, Are that. that. We are two sisters who cannot take your compliments. Shannon. Yes. On today's podcast, mm -hmm. we have someone very special. Mm -hmm. Her name is Andrea Nelson. And Andrea oh, so is cool. the artist behind A Dream or a Day Art. And I love her. Mm -hmm. Me and too. I found her on TikTok. She's a TikToker, and I'm now calling myself a TikToker. Oh. Because <laughs> a TikTok stalker. Yeah. Know? Because I humbly followed her. And she then popped you up on my for you page. Send everybody her stuff because you're obsessed and you love it. Yeah, and I'm a total creep. Right. So you're gonna love her. I'm excited I do to already. introduce you to her. We Meant to have a short chat on the phone the other day, and we ended up talking for like an hour and a half because oh, she's totally so our people. Good. Welcome, Andrea, to the pod. We are so Hi. excited. Yay. Oh, man, I am just pumped to be here. You're so cool, and I'm so excited for all of our listeners to learn a little bit more about you and be able to also TikTok you. Oh my gosh. I'm, it's so funny because it's like I'm not coolest person ever so <laughs> you guys well, she's so humble all the cool people say that though so funny no but it's true it's totally true well do you want to tell everyone a little bit about you and also if you could tell us why you named your art business what oh, you named because yeah. I like the story behind it a lot well right now I am a full-time artist and I do primarily watercolor animals and I like to do them in like really rainbow bright colors. I do have some traditional animals, but mostly I do crazy colors. I started this business January of 2020. Wow. <laughs> and I also own candy stores with my Plural? husband. Wow. Yeah, we have three. We have <gasps> three candy stores. That's a dream in itself. <laughs> it is. It is. It's called Rocket Fizz and it's a franchise. So you may have yeah, one. Yeah, we have one up here. Yeah. I love that place. Oh, they're yeah. so cool. It's fun. It's a soda pop and candy shop. 
So it's kind of like old school. It's super fun. And I love that we own a family business, but it was (laughs) never really my dream to like work in a candy store. And so this year, we say that I retired from the candy business to (laughs) art full time. And I've just been like putting the work in on this art business. And my family is super supportive. I have two sons who are 20 and 18. And my oldest son, when he was little, like a little, little guy, he he would say, like, if something was really, really great, like too good to be true, he would say, mommy, was it a dream or a day? Oh, Oh my heart. Oh, my gosh. It would just melt me. And it was just like one of those sweet things that like stuck with me. And so when I went to name my business, I just felt like, you know, I want the dream. Like I want the day that feels too good to be true. And so that's what I picked. But then afterwards kind of realized that I picked like a very difficult business. (laughs) (laughs) So I am constantly having to like repeat myself when people ask me what the name of the businesses or explain it yes or explain it or like when people sometimes give me like a shout out on tiktok or whatever and half the time they get the name (laughs) but it's fine it is fine (laughs) this is kind of funny but i had that as my my name on instagram a dreamer a day and people thought my name was adria mora day oh my gosh Ooh, that's exotic sounding. I know, and I kind of love it, but I did switch it. I did. Adria Moraday. Adria Moraday. That's your new pseudonym for when you create like your first like bodice ripper (laughs) book that you just wrote on the side. My alter ego. Her adult picture books. Adria (laughs) Moraday. She does watercolors, but they're naughty now. (laughs) For sure. So that's the business name. And it's me and my husband running these candy stores. And we've got our kids. And now I'm doing art and everything kind of feels a little unconventional in our family. We can relate to that completely. We have very unconventional households too. Yeah, (laughs) I kind of love that because for a long time I was a teacher. I was a special ed preschool teacher. Oh, nice. My husband worked in corporate America and we were just your average family of four, like... Two kids and a dog. The grind. Yeah, my husband just always had a dream to open a business and our youngest son is autistic and we really wanted him to get vocational skills training that kids just don't get at school. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just doesn't happen. So we had been looking for a business and like, what's better than a candy store for a family business? Nothing is better. You make me want to buy a candy store tomorrow. That's what I told her. I was like, like, I want a candy store. Everybody would. Every- Nobody would say, no, thank you. I do not want to have a candy store. That's not real. Right. Yeah. I'm a diabetic and I shouldn't be so candy fixated. I was going to say that. I was going to let you do it though. you... You tell me I can't go into a place that has a fudge sign on it and has whirly pops in the window. Right. Anytime I'm like walking down that cute little street and I see a candy shop sign, I'm like, oh, the candy shop. Because I just have to go and see. And those types of stores, the franchise you guys are a part of, the Rocket Fizz, they have like the stuff from my childhood. They have candy dots, man. The paper with straight up (laughs) barrels full of cute. Yeah. 
it, I, there's just, I would eat candy off paper as a kid and I would do it right. as an adult. That's weird, mm-hmm. but it's a nostalgia. Yeah. I, love I love it so show. much. And on past episodes, I've taught listeners how to turn candy necklaces into weapons. Oh, we've had a candy you know, passion we, for a we long time. We talked about push pop shivs. Like, oh yeah. You, know. <laughs> yeah. you make schoolyard weaponry. <laughs> it's like. One of the like urban legends was that Astro Pop stopped being made because somebody was impaled on an Astro do you remember those? Yeah, it and was then like you a can dissolve pasta. the weapon. Yeah, yeah, we do sell Astro Pops. So <laughs> that is not that is not true, but they are very pointy. So they still you know, exist. So first started the podcast when we were doing face to face interviews. Mm-hmm. We had first tries, which was a section of the show where we would offer force our guests to eat a <laughs> new product with us that we found or something like oh we God. have never had before. So right. we were getting treats from other countries. Yeah, we were getting like yeah. the international treats boxes to try like crazy weird crackers and puffs and candies. And then I went down a rabbit hole where I treated myself during the pandemic was like, I'm going to order this. English candy from this English candy store. Right. And it's so fun to just like experience something weird and new or nostalgic with somebody. And candy definitely brings people together. Oh, 100%. And you can tell a lot about someone by like the candy, the candy that they're obsessed with. Yeah. Right. I always tell people that, and maybe this isn't a good thing to tell people, but like <laughs> I have this philosophy that if people come into my candy store and they get mad about something, I'm going to laugh at them. Yeah, as you should. There is nothing in a candy store worth getting angry about. I can't think of one thing. Has right. that happened to you before? It is very rare. It is very, very rare. How do you get mad? in the candy store. Yeah, I mean, it rarely, rarely happens. And when we interview people, typically they've come from another retail job where they have like horror stories about people getting angry. Right. You know, <laughs> let me speak to your manager. We don't really have that, you know, do whatever I can to make the person happy. But then the minute they walk away, oh, buddy, I'm like, <laughs> it is game on. What are they mad you didn't have something? I feel like that's the only thing you could be ticked about is that like, yeah, I maybe mean, you're... Like- your caramel section is awfully small. I don't understand. Right. Right. It's something like, like you don't, what do you mean you don't have giant gummy bears? Like we're sold out, sir. I'm sorry. Well, you know, it's, it's something along those, along those lines. We got someone who was very angry that we didn't have pop rocks, but pop rocks have been like a casualty of the pandemic. Wow. It's been super hard to get pop rocks for whatever reason. I think they're back now. Yeah. It was like there was a, a worldwide pop rock shortage. It's probably a TikTok Same with trend. ramen and uh, yeah. same with spray paint. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's like a steel shortage. People so are I, just yeah. eating pop rocks, doing some graffiti art, and yeah. then like making a bowl of ramen. <laughs> they have all of it. I don't know. But yeah, it's just, it is funny. And TikTok, the TikTok trends can just blow up a product in a way that is completely unreal. So like mm-hmm. we had this candy called slime liquors, which Ooh. it goes down as like one of the most disgusting candies. I think. Sounds <laughs> like, like it. I was, liquid. I wasn't going to say it if you did. It sounds like I used snot. to, I used to get the like squeezy tubes of right. blue. I'm like, yeah. oh, this tastes blue. I like it. Let me drink. Blue, blue goo. But yeah, slime liquors were something that trended on TikTok. And like, we just, we have not been able to get slime liquors. And <laughs> <laughs> the weirdest. The internet is 
so bizarro. Right. I These like the it. problems that you deal with when you own a candy store. I like the recent video you posted. So for all of you who do not follow her on TikTok yet, you have to find Andrea. She is inspirational when it comes to artwork. And that's why I started following her because Andrew, you give very like no bullshit. Hey, you think you can't do art? Let me show you some fucking art. And it's amazing. And I'm like, oh, I just, I love your style and the way that you are just very organic and real on there and just kind of like, here, do a thing. I did it. You embrace like awkwardness and tell funny stories about All silly know things. Awkwardness. <laughs> That's what made me go like, are we secretly related to her? Because recently you told a story about climbing on a ladder to perfect your tombstones as Halloween decor in the shop and you punched yourself in the face and <laughs> fell down a couple rungs on the ladder and I was like she's me like yeah. that's, and that's and something no we would have done right and then you look around for either help or for comedic relief and neither are there right yeah. Yeah. exactly that's exactly what happened yeah so silly and then you also posted a video of the giant gummy worm yeah, you got, and you're like, how do you eat it? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no idea. The gummy worm thing, it was just like, we just randomly had like three, three pound gummy worms in our mud room. And I was like, you know, most people probably don't have this. So I'm going to make a TikTok about it. I love that. Now I want a couple of those just to give to random trick-or-treaters. Oh They're the creepy house that gave us three pound gummy worms <laughs> for Halloween. I want to do that now. I love mini candies and I love giant Same. candies. Yeah, it is fun. I mean, it's definitely one of my go-to party tricks like in the store. If you've got like a family or people that seem fun, I am like ready to pull that gummy worm out of the box and be like, <laughs> you got to look at the gummy worm. But Check this yeah. out. My TikTok account is kind of all over the place I feel like because I do post that's what I like about it <laughs> seriously <laughs> I love that you're like am I a candy shop today or am I an artist right or am I a mom but that's what makes you so personable is that Relatable. like you're not mm -hmm. curated I am not curated I mean I think that's why I never had success on Instagram was because I am not curated I do not I don't have a plan for my Instagram posts where they all look beautiful and my mm -hmm. flat lays are so all gorgeous. Hard. I just couldn't. <laughs> it's that. so hard to be popular on Instagram if all your shit isn't white. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, I love color. It really hurts my numbers. Right. <laughs> it's rough. Yeah, I get yeah. it. Yeah. So I don't know. So Wes, Wes is my 20 year old. So he was like, he was like, I really feel like you would love TikTok. And I was like, it's like for young people, <laughs> which I think is every 40 plus year old uh -huh. story on, mm -hmm. on TikTok is that we all thought it was for young people, but it's not. And then we took over. That's mm -hmm. right. Gen X is going to take <laughs> over every space on the internet. Yeah. So I posted like one video on there and I had more followers on TikTok in the first like four days than I had in seven years on Instagram. Oh, that's and so I was just hooked. That's and a sign. I started posting a lot of art content, but then like as I would post stuff about my stickers or my prints or whatever, people would start asking me questions about like, well, where do you get that stuff? And the first time I ever came out and said like, I get my prints done at Minuteman and I get my stickers done at Rock and Monkey and I buy, you know, mm -hmm. just kind of like spewing it all out. I had, I don't know. 
100,000 plus views on the video the first day and I started getting orders from people and I was like, what is happening? (laughs) You have creative transparency that a lot of people don't have the balls to share. I really, really love that because you also are kind of an advocate without like meaning to like make a platform for it. You're not soapboxing. No, you come out and you say, why are we hiding how we're doing things like that's stupid. Let's all share. Here's what I do. Support Mm -hmm. this small business, support this company. They're great. And then you also come out and say, Ooh, I I tried this. Look at, look at the difference. You guys, I hate this. Like that's what people want. And they want product reviews and people starting businesses. They don't know where to start and kind of see you as like the guru where you're just like, Hey, here's what I did. And you do it very humbly. And I don't even think you realize what a force you are. there. (laughs) I am not an expert on any of it. You're human. Well, my philosophy is just why make somebody else struggle through whatever learning process I went through, if I can just tell them what my results were. Mm -hmm. And sometimes, you know, they might not get the same results that I get, but I can at least say like, I've tried it this way. And this is what happened. You're saving people time and money when the old way of creators used to be, I had to walk through fire, they should have to also. Well, that does happen a lot. Mm-hmm. And it does irk me because I'm like, why it's are unnecessary you anymore? I think it's the like former teacher mom in me that's just like, I just want to help people. And the first the first video I did where I, I shared all of my vendors, at the end of it, I said, I'm here to help. And like, from that moment on, I was like, this is why I'm on TikTok. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's not about like selling my products. It's not about getting my stuff out there as much as it is about helping people in some way. Because I did feel a little bit like the whole sales monster had kind of taken over my life Mm -hmm, where every day was in the candy stores, especially was about like the numbers. How much are we making? How much are we selling? How much are we spending? You know? And then I started this art business and I was getting into that same thing of like, how do I make more money? How do I sell more widgets? You know? Mm -hmm. And I was missing that piece that I had when I was a teacher of like, making an impact with somebody and connecting with people and really benefiting the world in some other way than just making a cute sticker, which Mm -hmm. has a lot of value. But I think when I found TikTok, it was like, I can do both of these things here. And you do it well. You do it very well. Well, And you also kind of lift the veil as an artist. It's hard to price things. It's hard mm -hmm. to not feel guilt about like, I paid maybe 20 cents a sticker for these Mm -hmm. really Mm -hmm. nice, great quality stickers. I had to buy a lot of them to get that price. And then I put my art on it and then I put it in my store for $4, but it gets free shipping. So at what point are you like, ooh, and people see a sticker and they're like $4, but you do a really good job of explaining things in a way that other artists can go, yeah, I can price my stuff like that. Yeah, I can stick it in an envelope with a stamp and not paper tracking. Yeah, I can do all this stuff, save money here and there. And what people are actually paying for, and I think a lot of people forget this when they buy from a small business is you're paying for the art 
the talent on the right. sticker. Yeah, you're paying. If for you want to buy a blank sticker. sticker, I'll sell it to you for twelve cents. You knucklehead. Yeah, that's <laughs> enjoy. It's a kiss cut. Right. Yeah, go crazy. Right. Well, and it's the same thing with like I get a lot of people who say, "Aren't you scared that people are going to copy your work?" And it's like, look, I am not the first person to paint animals in rainbow colors. Like that's a thing that's been happening forever. So other people are going to do it and there are going to be people that do it better than me and good for them. But I do my stuff and nobody can really look at my rainbow elephant and make the exact same elephant. I have to have like enough confidence in myself to say I'm willing to share with other people and let them find their way mm-hmm. yeah. through it. I love it. Famous last words, though. You're going to look at my shop in a year and be like, that bitch that I met on TikTok. <laughs> She's legit. She just does rainbow watercolor. She wasn't even doing watercolors no. before. It's funny because no. you're giving folks the shoots and ladders version of like taking a leap ahead with all the, the tips and tricks mm-hmm. with tools. Everybody has their own creative brain and this just helps people be able to like do their thing a little bit faster and maybe save them some like the amount of money that's spent on trial and error right it's down a creator i used to make jewelry and now i make food but really the thing is there's still a lot of components ingredients and supplies and everything an artist does Mm -hmm. and people don't get how much money that costs (laughs) so like if you could cut corners just a little bit to get your creativity out there so nice that's just so nice And I think the other part of that is like, I am fortunate that I own these candy stores with my husband and we are in a good financial position with that. And if I make a big mistake with my art business, it doesn't put us out on the street. But there are a lot of small businesses out there where if they make a big mistake with something, a product or a vendor or whatever Mm -hmm. like that's the end of their business yeah so they can't afford to have a trial and error flop exactly exactly so i if i can share something with someone that saves them in some way from even a little bit of that Mm -hmm. then I am all for it. That is so a teacher vibe. And I like it. That. Is. I, I used to teach preschool and private kindergarten too. So you we did? we have so many parallels. You're the middle ground between you. my sister and I big time. Honey, I'm the middle sister. <laughs> Perfect. You could be our middle sister. This is great. Well, and I have a special needs son. My son's autistic as well. And oh. we were talking about all of that stuff. When we were thinking of questions, I was like, I have so many questions like it's not with every guest that I have like a hundred questions that I could probably ask you like I am an open book there's really nothing Ooh, well, it's about to get fun then I love Go that yeah. are you ready to jump into some nostalgia sure perfect I've been dreaming of this moment. You want to go first, Shannon? You're already already. I am, but do you want to go first? No, you you go first because my my first question is interactive and weird. So let's get a different. Okay. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Well, and my first question is about candy. So I feel like I'm just really hyper focused now, and like I just really love candy. So you obviously have a passion for the sweet twos in general, and (laughs) I think maybe it would be hard for you to choose a single candy that's your favorite. So my question is, what is your favorite category of candy? favorite category of candy. So I feel like it changes pretty regularly. 
When we first opened the stores, I was all gummy bears. Just gummy bears or gummies in general? Mostly gummy bears and specifically Albanese gummy bears. I don't know if you know your gummy bears, but Albanese gummy bears come in a white package and they are far superior gummy bears. I feel like I've had them before. Do they have more citrus and more actual fruit flavors? Yes. And they're a little softer than like Haribo gummy bears. I don't really particularly like the Haribo stuff. I like a firmer gummy bear. I like a firmer one. How interesting. I like the mini gummy bears only. Ooh, because they're firmer. Because they're a little hard. Yeah. Yeah. So interesting. So yeah. So you might not be down with the uh with the Albanese. I like the flavor of them, but I like the texture of the firmness of the Haribo. Yeah. So it was gummy bears for a while, but then like right now I'm staring at a bag of runts on my desk that I would like to break into. Um, (laughs) Do it. (laughs) If I start crunching on some runts, we will never get through this Mm -mm. podcast. Yeah, My mouth just watered because runts are such a memory from softball for me that I used to buy the giant things, like the movie thing of runts. Right. But I like the banana best. Me too. Okay, well I'm going to blow your mind. Okay. Okay. So we sell runts in one pound bags, but we also sell just the bananas in oh. one bags. Oh my I just God. got goosebumps so bad. That is the only banana thing I enjoy. I do not like real life bananas. I don't like banana Do you know soda. the fun fact about bananas? Banana flavor especially? What? what? So banana flavoring <laughs> is actually how original bananas tasted before we bred the flavor out of them. Yum, yum. And really? now scientists are recreating bananas genetically and they have created a banana that tastes like the actual banana like of a runt and that's how bananas used to taste before mass production and mass farming for bananas the flavor diminished so more prolific made it taste more bland apparently it was like over like they hybridized tomatoes and there's nothing that tastes like a garden tomato yes if it was like just the shape of a tomato but also tasted like nothing like That's texture. What, like the store bottle. Huh. Yeah. Huh. So the fact that you like the Runt's banana. banana, I love banana flavored items. I think it's so delicious. Like banana Laffy Taffies. Oh yeah. My God. Give me I do like bananas. that too. Banana and that's the original banana flavor that candy huh. companies make. I like so this. fun fact, we sell saltwater taffy mm. at the store and we have, I don't know how many flavors we have right now, but at one point, we had like 80 some flavors, and oh. banana is the most popular taffy. I love that because I always meet people that hate banana flavor, but I'm like, give me all your oh, banana no. runs. Right. No, there are plenty of people that will come into the store and they fill their entire bag with just banana. Like, it's a whole subculture. That's I, so cool. I really want to order. See, I'm a specific flavor type of gal. Like, with jelly beans, I will buy a two pound bag of popcorn flavored jelly Butter beans popcorn. it's my favorite one it's a jam. yeah and then banana i would have specific flavor only bags of candies in my cupboard if i could i'm that person i feel like if i didn't have children in the house i would have just a rainbow assortment of oh. jars and canisters like those tubes of, of the candy. handles from sweet factory yes. back in the day that's what uh, my dream is there's a lot of candy in my pantry oh i <laughs> bet i'm so jealous do you have well, a candy cupboard well we have like a candy bin that's just like full of candy but um owen will owen is my youngest he's the one that still lives at home he and i both go for m&ms pretty much like over anything else in the pantry classic or a different kind peanut Mm, nice 
I do like a peanut M&M. But yeah, but like runs, bottle caps. I love bottle caps. Spree. Yeah. It's a lot of the nostalgic candy. Do you have tartan tinies? Do you remember those? Oh, those are the best. Those are the ones that look like nurdles. Yeah, we were trying to remember what they were called. Chelsea's upset. Did you listen to that episode and go, they're called tartan tinies? The whole time I was like screaming, it's tartan tinies. Tiny, you're talking about. I immediately found it when we got done with the episode. I wish I could have remembered. You know what's so funny is they are so tart. Yes. Way more tart than I remembered uh, like as a child. They are very, they really picked it up a notch. What was your favorite candy as a child? Fun fact, I was not really allowed to have candy. <laughs> oh, now you're there we sticking go. it to them. All right. Yep. Yeah. So now, so let's dive into the psychology there. Like, <laughs> it's a real in-your-face mom. You got three yeah. shops now. <laughs> like I remember going to my neighbor's house and she was allowed to have the candy cigarettes. Oh, yes. Oh, I love them. Yeah. Double rebel neighbor (laughs) yep and i was not allowed to have anything like that so we're a soda pop and candy shop and as a kid i was allowed to drink tab the first (laughs) diet soda that was the only soda i was allowed to have unless i went to my grandma's house and then she had like real coke which was like a treat yeah a real treat and she had like full sugar cereal too so it was big times we didn't have a lot of candy in the house as a kid but my parents keep tons of candy in their house now what yeah that's so rude it really is just a problem but yeah like when you go to my mom's house and she's got like a little bowl full of Reese's peanut butter cups and who knows what else do you think they just got in grandparent mode and they have no fucks to give anymore I don't know if it was grandparent mode I think it started because they love going to the movies and I Mm. think they started buying candy to take to the movies and then it just became like a whole thing purse candy and then it just became household candy that's a gateway she doesn't do purse candy because it's mostly chocolate but I do always have purse candy and Stephen will call me Nana my husband he will call me Nana (laughs) I have a bag of butterscotches that I meant to put in my purse because I have Nana candy in my purse I I have lifesaver butterscotch flavor or but I also have the candy strawberries which are synonymous Uh, with strawberries I love both of them. My go-to are these little key lime hard candies, and nobody likes them except for me. Ooh, <laughs> that's perfect. They sound fantastic. Because then you get them all. Exactly. Oh, I also love anything that tastes like melon, like cantaloupe. Yes. Oh, really? That's where Asian Honeydew. candies get us. Yeah, the- that's going to the Japanese the Asian grape flavor like anytime there's any of the teeny tiny little wrappers when I was in Tokyo I used to mail home a bunch of weirdo candies and that was the fun thing like all the melon or strawberry or concord grape Mm -hmm. those are the three we have a ton of Japanese candy at the store and like the ramune sodas and all that stuff Mm -hmm. the melon flavor is something you don't really get anywhere besides the Asian candy. Mm-hmm. So. I love those sodas. Those are the ones where you pop the marble into them, right? Yeah. Interactive. Oh, they're so yes. cool. They're it's really so cool. dangerous seeming. But they're so it's cool. Funny. It's like violent. It's dangerous. <laughs> I wish they would bring back orbits. 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 The the little floaty do bobbies in the sodas. Yeah, like the little gelatin blobbies. They were I from mean, isn't that the kind 90s. of like boba? No, because no, they floated they like on a beads. different they level. Were weird. And I loved them. And they were also featured a lot on a show that I often watched when I got home from school, which was the Rosie O'Donnell show. Shut or talk show. Up. 
the flying koosh balls. And she drank them all the time. Yeah. Koosh balls everywhere. Tom oh my gosh. fanatic. We would just watch it I with my mom. And I didn't. I think about the Rosie O'Donnell show a lot. <laughs> Funny thing is, I posted this TikTok uh, last week, I guess, that went viral. And it was like a kid art activity. And somebody tagged Rosie O'Donnell in it. And secretly, oh. I was like, oh, man, I would love it if she responded. She has not. She's all over TikTok, she though. Our friend of the pod, TikToker posted something about uh rosie o'donnell she got back to her real fast she duetted her shit maybe we all go in and tag yes the black glue watercolor and love that tutorial so the funny thing about that video was it was more like preschool art and the last two videos i've done that have gone viral have been kind of like mom hack preschool art stuff because us moms are prolific on that shit man we're on the talk I love that because, again, like my brain is thinking if I can get moms to do art with their kids, even though like some moms are scared of it being too messy or whatever, like if I can be a gateway for moms to do art, that I, I, that is what that is my goal. So I just did another one today that I just posted before this that is another like preschool art. And I'm like, what am I doing? Am I going down a totally different path? here but i just love the idea of people making art with their kids it's so cool honestly like doing the arts and crafts baking stuff and doing all that stuff with my kid in the moment of it i was like this is why i had a kid right to do this weird shit with my cool kid well, i had somebody comment on that video and she said i wanted to be this kind of mom but i'm just not and i was Aww, like but why not you are this kind of mom like what kind of mom is it, it it's not a kind of mom it's just spending time with your kids doing something creative and it, it can be something super small a lot of moms are afraid of the mess that's, that's exactly the main right thing. can't fix that part sorry the first one i did <laughs> that went viral was just spraying the watercolor paint instead of using a cup of water and it got like two hundred thousand views <laughs> and i'm like do people not know this trick but apparently they didn't no they don't so your preschool teacher brain it took me a long time to learn that people don't think like us we've learned a lot of weird classroom hacks and things like mixing cooking experiments putting things in a mason jar and letting kids shake it up instead Uh of letting them stir because inherently it's less messy and more fun for the kid that's a hack now didn't didn't think about all that but that's teacher brains work different you're actually showing a lot of people stuff they wouldn't have thought of that's true when i taught my first four years i had a blended classroom where i had kids with ieps so those are kids that have disabilities and then I had typically developing kids that paid tuition to come. And I had 16 kids in my class and it was half and half. So it was like eight and eight. And my first year of teaching, I was like, we're going to do a food activity every Friday. We were the Froggy Friends. That was our mascot. So I was like, we're going to call it Froggy Friends Friday Food Fiesta. So every Friday. (laughs) And I mean, I like committed like first week of school, first year of teaching, 
like newsletter out to the parents. We will do a cooking activity every Friday. You're so bold, man. I feel this on a real level right now. <laughs> I'm picturing you doing no it. No idea the expense that would come out of this commitment. Every Thursday I had to go buy all the stuff. I mean, it was just, it was crazy. It was taking the crock pot to the classroom, <laughs> but we did it every Friday for a whole year. And I did oh so many cooking activities with my kids. It's so fun. They learned the best right. stuff so the thing that I always think about with that is that I'm still friends with a lot of the parents of my former students. Those kids are starting high school this year. Oh my God. We're so parallel. It's creeping Shannon's me out. Shannon's eyes so are big. watering. Yeah. <laughs> Some of my favorite kids, the boy that my son is named after because I wanted him to grow up and be the same kind of boy. I was like, he's the best, coolest, nicest, most well-rounded kid. And I love his name. He's a sophomore in college and his mom and I follow each other and stuff. And then he started following me on Instagram. I broke down and cried because I'm like, oh, this is so weird and cool. So adorable. The thing that I hear from those parents a lot is how much of an impact all of those like cooking activities and art activities and science activities had with their kids. It really develops critical thinking skills in a way that is totally different from like sitting down and doing worksheets. It's Mm -hmm. core memory stuff too. Cause like that's the stuff those kids grow up and remember you for. They don't remember how many alphabet letters you, you praised them about. They don't remember any of that shit. They remember that you're the teacher that let them be messy. Right. Or showed them something that smelled really good. Let them mash bread dough until it no longer looked like bread dough. I did a video with Wes, my oldest one. Have you ever done marble painting? I love marble painting. We did that. Me and Wes did that yesterday. He's 20, almost 21. And as soon as I handed Mm -hmm. him the box and we started rolling the ball, he looked at me and he goes, we did this before. And I was like, we did. We did do this. He was like, why did I not remember this until right now? That's so cool. It's like, like I, I mean, I do think you unlock memories through your experiences and your senses and all of that. He had like a deja vu moment. We did this. That's so cool. Yeah, because you know, when kids are in preschool, a lot of times they don't remember their teachers. So Owen is my youngest. He's the one that's autistic. And he went to full day preschool starting out when he was three. Oh, same here. Aiden was on a bus at three. I know. So wild. It is is crazy. (laughs) So I had asked the teacher if I could help. What, like, is there anything I can do to help? And she asked me to come in like every Tuesday for like three hours <laughs> and help them get through breakfast and centers. And it changed my life. That's the reason that I went back and got a master's degree and became a teacher. I ended up going to work at that school once I got my master's. Owen was in kindergarten at that point. And so he was no longer there. But I went back and got a job. And that teacher that had had me volunteer ended up being my mentor. And she and I Mm. became very good friends. And I asked Owen when he was probably, I don't know, like 10. I said, do you remember the green room? Because that was his first preschool class. And he said, I don't think so. And I said, it was Miss Reeside. So do you remember her? And he said, I don't remember the classroom, but I remember that I always felt welcome. Oh, break my heart in half. Oh my gosh. And when I told her that, it was just like over. But 
Yeah, I think that's true. I think kids, you know, they might not remember you and they might not remember the specific experience, but they remember how you made them feel. And so mm-hmm. for me, art is a great way for parents to connect with their kids. And I just think more parents I totally need to agree. Do it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com spoken today. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Well, we're going to take your brain to a school age question. I wanted to do some back to school style questions and I'm going to change it up a little bit. We're going to do it Mad Lib style because why the hell not? Why not? You're in math class, staring at your desk, listening to the teacher drone on and on about their shiny weekend. (laughs) Your mind wanders quickly. As your pencil hits your notebook, you pound and begin to doodle. What are you most likely drawing on your notebook? Oh, well done. That's such a a fun question. question. So this is a weird one, but I always used to doodle eyeglasses. (laughs) I love that. The funny thing is my grandma doodled eyeglasses too. And I don't know if I picked it up from her or if there's some weird genetic code for eyeglasses. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> what if it did you wear glasses something? as a child? I was going to ask that. I did not wear glasses, but I did used to doodle glasses, different shaped glasses, glasses on things. <laughs> I drew a lot of Snoopy. Snoopy was kind of one yes. of the first animals that I learned how to draw. And like the dog that everybody doodled that had like two circles for the mouth and then the nose connected the circles and then the eyes and then the floppy ears. It's like a droopy dog kind of situation. Yeah, everybody I do that. that. Yeah, I so that. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was doodling. And then later, you know, I would write like the cure. <laughs> 
my notebook. <laughs> I I did that with uh, nine inch nails. Yeah. You had to do the logo for nine inch nails. I just nails. drew the Stussy S on everything I owned. And then I could write my name after it because it was an S. And I was like, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so you're definitely our type of human in so many ways. But let's talk spooky yes. season of years past. What is your most memorable childhood Halloween costume? Most memorable Halloween for the good or the bad because not every memorable costume is because it was amazing (laughs) so as a child i dressed up like a dallas cowboys cheerleader with my neighbor when (laughs) when i was like sexy five oh Oh, oh, i'm getting some real like pageant vibes from that i don't know what in my parents' brain thought that was a good idea. But um, yes, we That's did awesome. dress up like like cheerleaders. And I'm pretty sure like my grandma made the skirt and like we had sweaters because we lived in Ohio. And so. Nice. So why Dallas? Why Dallas uh, Cowboys? Because they were just Somebody super cool at the time, I guess. Mm-hmm. It was the era. The Cowboys were right. like the everything. It was like yeah. that or like the 49ers is what we or saw. Miami Dolphins. On the West. Oh, yeah. Because those were the were ones better. that were all in movies and shit, too. Oh, did, did you guys ever do like cheers? Okay, first of all, I should preface this by saying I was never a cheerleader. I do not possess those skills <laughs> in any way, shape, or form. Same. I'm not I'm coordinated. We've already established the whole thing of punching myself in the face. Like it would have never happened. <laughs> but as a young child, I aspired to be a coordinated person who might be able to be a cheerleader. And so mm-hmm. like my cousin and I were very close and we used to do cheers in the backyard in my grandma's house. And this neighbor and I would do little cheers. And there was one that went something like open up the barn door, kick out the hay. Do you guys know this one? We okay. are the girls from USA. Yes, that was it. That was it. We are the girls from the USA. Yeah, I'm going to say that is the picture that comes to my mind when I think of like little kid costumes. But we were really, really into Halloween, Stephen and I, like as adult people. And we always had the Halloween party like in college. And same. We're on the, we're all on the same team. Yeah. So. <laughs> Yeah, the dressing up didn't stop. No. It shouldn't. Like, that's the best. Creative people keep it going for their whole lives. I'm brainstorming way early in the year about what people are going to be for Halloween. I push my child Mm -hmm. to choose. I make his gear start turning. Like, his birthday's in June. And I'm like, all right, bro. Now we got to really hunker down and think about Halloween's going to... He comes up with some great shit, but, like, I ask him for months before he really locks in on something. Tell him what He goes pretty hard in the paint. Oh, he picked Maui. So... He has leggings and a a shirt that are full body tattoos. And he opted for the wig, you know. Yeah. Oh, gosh. He looks like little Richard on the head. He's got a jerry curl thing going on. But let me tell you, he stems on those curls like nobody's business. He's real into him. He's 11 now. Yeah. He's nonverbal, but that doesn't mean he's quiet. I'm sure you know what that's like. And uh, when he gets hyper fixated on something fun and tactile, it is a party. Mm -hmm. So that hair is a party. (laughs) But he has a light up hook and he he becomes Mm -hmm. 
Maui. It is he's got the build serious. for it right now because he's yeah. got like the top girth with like the regular guy legs. Right. So he's got like the Maui. I think he sees himself. He bulks up Maui. and then he leans out. That's like his mode of growth. And right now we're in a bulky phase. <laughs> He was a lobster yeah. last year, lobster. I think. Yeah, so we made a lobster costume. He asked to be a lobster. I don't know. So Owen's 18. So he stopped trick-or-treating and he stopped wanting to dress up. But we have dressed up to go to like Comic-Con. Ooh, I yeah, think that's in I, our future too. I highly recommend <laughs> the conventions for families and for people who are on the spectrum. Owen is just in his element when he goes to a convention in a way that he doesn't get like from other places. So it's his people. And it's so like yeah. non-judgmental, which is really nice. And I mm-hmm. feel like there's like a safety there, which is interesting. There's a big neurodivergent acceptance in Comic-Con yes. is what I've heard from yeah. friends with older kids who are on the spectrum for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Aiden likes to dress up. He's obsessed with the Aquabats. And in order to go see his heroes, he dressed as his hero. He dressed in full Aquabat gear. I could see him going yeah. to Comic-Con for dressed sure. as a thing and being like, these yeah. are my yeah. peers. But I it's also that it. safety zone. Like recently, someone showed me a video of a child at Best Buy. His dad couldn't help what was happening. He was overstimulated. Mm. He climbed up on the TV stands and was knocking the giant flat screen TV displays down and just like having a freak out. And people were recording it being like, this guy needs to control his kid, whatever. Mm. And I'm like, oh, it's like things like that that make me so hopeful and happy when I see things like Comic-Con where anyone can just like wander around and go find their vibe and feel more at home and if something happened everyone in that community is like there's something here you know we're not like calling the cops we're not charging him to the ground there's a difference here that like let's find out why this is happening and let's de-escalate the situation and we all kind of understand the different aspects of what's happening here so it's kind of like a big giant home where there's lots of people on all different spectrums it's just the understanding and the availability of strangers to jump in and be helpful if something were to happen that's like so comforting because those are my mm. biggest scares and fears is like being around normies oh yeah and then having them caring out or overreact or something crazy to where people don't understand yeah. him you know when your child is young you get a lot of looks from people when they mm-hmm. have meltdowns and stuff but when they're older like I have worried about people's reactions to him a lot less than I used to it's just he's 18 now and Mm -hmm. I don't know you just kind of get over it Yeah, we're in that hump where Aiden's too big to right. be doing what he's doing, and we get a lot right. of looks. He's not little and cute anymore, so it's not just right. little kid behavior. And then he's also so big that people, they wouldn't know how to right. help us if he's having a meltdown because he's yeah. big and strong. So we're in that weird hump where, like, we just get the looks, and I just wave, and I'm like, right. nothing to see here, guys. It's fine. Or my favorite, yep, life's hard when you're little and not a grown-up. Yeah. Big bummer. Just like, Matt, what are you going to do? <laughs> or I sing a silly song, and people look at me like I'm crazy, I'm like, I don't give a shit. This is this is just our right. world. That's this exactly, is how we are. Exactly right. <laughs> uh, it's time to abandon the cart and go home. I'll come try yeah. this another day. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Do you want to play a game? Sure. All right. This is for you to think on your toes. You get two options. We're going to go back and forth, rapid oh, fire, God. and you have to choose you your choice. So much pressure. Be decisive. Okay. It is. These it's questions are really hard. And they're probably and... going to really impact my life like long term. Definitely. And others long around term. you. Yeah. You're affecting your community. Ripple effect. effect. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Big meaningful moments. Cartoons, series, or animated movie? Animated movie. Mm. Crazy candy or a silly soda? Oh, we do both. Ah. It's so hard. Just choose for today. Um, Today's choice. I'm going to go with silly soda. Cake or pie? Pie. 100%. Same. 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 You're on our team. <laughs> Outdoor market or a giant holiday bazaar? Outdoor market. Okay, this is controversial for you. Halloween candy or Easter candy? Halloween candy, for sure. Same. Halloween candy. I feel like <laughs> if you do it right, you can eat both year round. <laughs> we do, hence candy covered. <laughs> like we sell candy corn year round at the stores. We sell jelly beans year round at the stores. Nobody needs peeps really in their life. They're so gross, right? <laughs> They're they, a science they, experiment, well, man. I couldn't chew and swallow a, a Molo ball. If I you microwave it, it'll explode. ruin your life because it just is so massive. Oh it's my so gosh. crazy. I've like, never even thought about doing fun. that. I've just been limiting myself. No. Right? New TikTok page is you microwaving candy to see Oh my God, please up. do it. That's so fun. You should start another talk. You're like burning it. <laughs> Candy <talk>. Burning things. <laughs> dinosaurs or farming? Dinosaurs oh. right now because I'm like obsessed with the dinosaurs. Triceratops for life. Man. I love that you are doing dinosaurs and it reminds me of like a super fun time in my 20s where I painted dinosaurs all over this little vintage dress I got that was like a blue nurse dress. And I, I just did like stencily style, just silhouettes. And then when I popped the collar, under the collar it said the boys are dinosaurs oh which was a fake band that me and my friends started while we were hanging out <laughs> at a studio with our friends who were recording an yeah. album and we took the land before time coloring book and colored them all like they were the guys in the band and like oh, wrote their names on them and gave them out as gifts and they're oh like what God. are you even doing i was like we're stoned and oh, work no. and like <laughs> Come on. But then we were like, well, we're going to start our own band then if you guys don't like our dinosaur idea. So we called it the Boys Are Dinosaurs. And Which is a really good that band name. That is a really good band name. And we came up with like a bunch of weird songs that had like <laughs> cool names right. that had I to don't do even with dinosaurs. I know where like the painting the dinosaurs thing came from, but like I got hyper fixated on it, which is something that I do. Well, when you do Same. one, yeah. my brain always goes, well, this is just one. I need four. I need to make a series <laughs> to have it be a collection. Yes. I need more. And sometimes I'll do four. And then sometimes I'm like, I'm going to do this till I hate. Dinosaurs. Right. <laughs> Seriously, that is creative brain. I think every artist can agree with that. Example, I have themes for my decor. Halloween decor, I go real tough. And I just started doing something that I liked. <laughs> She's so excited. And then I was like, oh, I have to change the entire theme of my front door setup <laughs> because I, I made sunflowers with skulls oh on them. Oh, gosh. Oh, now we have a straight up creepy farm theme that's going to happen that in the front yard this so year. She's doing skulls and cabbages. Right. Like Cabbage Patch Kids, <gasps> but can you dead? do like, can we go get baby dolls yeah. from Goodwill yes. and scout their whole face off and stick them on cabbages? You should put this on TikTok. It would 
I probably should, right? Well, she has her farm page, so it like definitely goes goes, with. Yeah, my pumpkin patch growing in the front yard. I'm gonna do a whole series right before Halloween because I did stories on Instagram and it started to become a thing. And then I reached out to Home Depot and they don't care about me, and I'm really bummed about it. But there's a 12 foot skeleton debacle. It's it's a whole thing. I found a straw hat for him on Amazon, (laughs) so he could be a a motherfucking farmer in this pumpkin patch with these skeleton flowers and cabbage children and now i'm hyper fixated so the whole front yard the theme has changed it's ridiculous she's like inflatables on the roof yeah i got an inflatable cat that hangs on the roof i think that sounds very appropriate i think so too thank you for validating my nonsense when i was a kid our family motto according to my (laughs) parents was anything worth doing is worth overdoing (gasps) i like that so much better than the classic oh that speaks to me so big right now like my husband's like why do we need a 12 foot skeleton i was like who are you how do you not know me i've always been this way why are you looking at me that way it is true like the shrigley family my maiden name is shrigley the shrigley family is like over the top with everything that they do. So yeah, that's the family motto. You can feel free to use it. So related. Yeah, Yeah, seriously. I'm going to go through our ancestry.com. I really think you have to. And see if somewhere there's a Shrigley <laughs> yeah. spinoff. Seriously. A root of a branch. Because I feel like it's creepy. You're a cousin we didn't know we had. Possibly. This is very real. Yeah. There's just so many parallels. I do get a lot that like people always think I look like somebody they know or I remind them of somebody I know. And my dad used to get it when he was younger. And so he always says that we just have generic faces. Oh, no, I don't think that's... Way to downplay it. We just look very He's generic. like, we just no have generic faces. But I did do a TikTok where I, like, did a green screen thing with all the people that people on TikTok tell me I look like or remind them mm-hmm. of because I get so many. And I've gotten a lot of new ones recently. Wasn't one of them Pam? Oh, yes. Pam, Pam Beasley from The Office. That's my favorite. Ooh, your voice is a little pammy too. I kind of like that. That's a good one. (laughs) Maybe it's the voice. I got one the other day. I'm not going to be able to remember what it was. Somebody said Beverly Crusher, the mom from Star Trek, The Next Generation, the doctor, the mom of Hmm. her son's name is Wesley, which is why I say the mom. Because I was like, oh, my son's name is Wesley. But that was a new one that I had not gotten before. I get Lauren Graham a lot. I get mm. Amy Adams oh, yeah. all the time. That. The Amy Adams one is the one that I get. The love. Amy Adams one, I could see that too. And That's I made funny. it really personal and extra weird where I was like, you look, you look exactly. like our sister-in-law, Ashley. <laughs> and I think it's in the way that you guys speak, the way that your mm-hmm. mouths move. It's like the lips and smile the cheeks. Too. The smile and the way me. the nose and the lips. And you and I have talked about how we have that weird thing in our brain where yeah. we connect people's yeah. characteristics to other people we know. It just I think it's a comfort thing in my brain that mm-hmm. I automatically... Familiarity thing? Yes. It will drive me crazy. Yeah. You guys look so similar when you talk. And I think... I think that's maybe why I felt like just so comfortable, just like coming for you. Fun. Yeah. We want to give you compliments. Oh, yeah. Please don't. It's part of the show and you just gotta take it. <laughs> that's our new theme song. You're welcome. <laughs> we want to compliment you yes. because you deserve to have to hear it. <laughs> Can I go first? Okay. Okay. I've been letting you go first a lot. I know. And I'm really good at it. I know. Stealing all your comments. She does. She steals all my, but mine are going to be different. 
I really, really, really enjoy following you for a number of reasons. Number one, it is nice to see the perspective I hope to have as an autism parent for my child when he is older, because you have the, I want him to work with me. We have all these things that we do. You don't sugarcoat things. It's positive and empowering and you're not, it's not a doldrums mode. Some moms that I follow are very into the hardships of things and you're positive, but your reality of it, it just feels like peeking into the future feels a little brighter watching somebody who's already walked the path before me and I streamline what I what I follow that is autism because there's just so many areas you can go with it I could see my son being a lot like your son it's very uplifting and positive and in a very realistic way so I really admire you putting all that out there please keep doing it because it really helps moms like me have a lot more faith in the future because it can be really hard (laughs) and it's a question mark yeah exactly Oh, that was, I wouldn't have sold that one. I know. I just wanted to. That's so sweet. I will say that you're smart to kind of limit what you feed your brain Mm -hmm. (laughs) with regard to like all of the autism stuff that's out there. It's so overwhelming. If it feels unhealthy or like too much, it's probably too much. Mm -hmm. Real life is hard enough it is in our parenting shoes we don't need anybody else to give us more things to think about we stress out enough this is exactly (laughs) right this is exactly right and nobody has it all figured out and everything is different totally we are lucky that we get to see the world in a different way and i i really believe that i agree you guys i know okay your turn All right, Andrea. I'm going to cover my face. You can't see it, but I'm (laughs) (laughs) We are actually watching you through the window. Oh, God. You are just so fun and funny, and I'm so thrilled that my For You page led me to your goofy brain full of wild ideas and practical approaches to making art. You're unapologetically real. And in a world full of false perfection on the internet, I think you shine as an example for everyone who is watching you. What I don't think you see as the full picture is how many people are seeing you as a real person and cherishing that. You're getting followers because you are you. I just super fell in love with you and I'm so happy that we've gotten to make this connection and it's it's so <laughs> fun to make friends outside of your typical circle and we live in such a cool time where we can connect with people all over the world and be able to share interests with people and strangers. We hit it off so hard that I was like, ah, you have to meet my sister. Like we're all going to be fast friends and I think it's such a cool opportunity for us to kind of connect and just be fucking weirdo, not so secret weirdos. I love it. I totally agree with that. That's so sweet. I could see you being part of our um, Alt Summit sisterhood at our some crew. point. Too. I know she yeah. needs to come to Alt Summit. Okay, so Posse. I didn't even know anything about Alt <laughs> until we start talking about it all the time. Yes, because of course I've been That's listening, awesome. and I'm like, this sounds like a thing that I need to be a part of for sure. A hundred percent. Because I don't really have like a community. I'm starting to build one at this artisan market that I do on Saturdays because I go every weekend and it's basically the same artists all the time. So I am starting to build a community with those friends. And then I 
I do have a few people that I've met through TikTok, like Lacey Rebel Unicorn Crafts is her business. That's such a good name. I love it. Yeah. I started following her. She is the best <laughs> person. I just have to say, like, I think you can feel like the internet is a really scary place, and it can be, but it can also be a place to find people that you would never meet otherwise. Agreed. Absolutely. And just like you guys now with Lacey, like I've made a connection with her that is a true friendship and it is a great reason to like actually put yourself out there because you never know who you're going to meet. I'm super excited to learn more about Alt Summit and I'm going to tell Lacey she needs to go. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh my gosh. Girl gang it up. That's the most fun. I do want you to tell everyone where they can find you. You are on Instagram. Primarily you use the Tiki Talkie. I do. So my website is a dreameradayart.com and I sell, you know, all of my all my stuff, all my wacky stickers and notebooks and prints and things. Whatever I whatever my brain comes up with. Yeah. So good. And then I do post on TikTok pretty much every day. I say that I work TikTok like it's my job. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, it's another thing to make. So I've, I'm all about it. That's just my name. It's Andrea Shrigley Nelson or a dreamer day art. You can find me that way too. And then Instagram, I'm andrea.nelson.art. And if you come to Marietta, you can find me at the artisan market every Saturday, hawking my wares. Hawking, hawking it. <laughs> I love it. Buy her wares, support her, and go watch yeah. all of her TikToks because they're, they're so fun. They're just You're so just going to be so charmed by her. Yeah. Because Gosh, you won't you'll it. relate to at least one video. Right. And if you were like me, you're going to be like, wow, she's really personable and that was adorable. And then you're going to go to the next video and be like, huh, I do that. And you're going to go to the next video and be like, <laughs> oh my God, I do that. And then you're going to go to the next video and you're going to go, that's incredible. She's so amazing. And then you're going to watch every single one of her videos and then you're going to email her on her website. And be, be a TikToker. Is that what you TikToker? <laughs> Sounds stalker. like somebody that's out in the woods that gets a tick. That's no. funny. Oh, TikTok I like that that's too. Better. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Well, okay. I'm so glad that you did find me and I'm me so glad too. that I got to talk to you guys because I think that you are both awesome. And the fact that you made a podcast that's all about complimenting people is <laughs> amazing. And it says what generous people you are at your core. And I just nah, this is it. selfish. Oh, We're collecting we feel real good after this. We so feel... this is like filling our cup completely. Yeah, you right? need to compliment us. How dare you? That wasn't in the script. Oh, you. she oh. got us. <laughs> I do have one question I want to close out on. Okay, um, we Sometimes. we've been ending on a question now and then when the mood yeah. strikes. As a fellow parent of a child with autism, I feel like we end up learning a shitload more from our child than we expected to, and we probably learn more than we teach. That's how I feel half the time. What is something you have learned from your son? Oh my goodness. There are so many things. (laughs) So many things. I think the biggest thing is just that you can approach life with total honesty and Mm. be absolutely genuine to who you are. And you don't have to pretend to be anything that you're not. And the people that really matter in your life are going to be there because you are you and nobody else. I love it so much. That's so perfect. I love that very much. 
We can all just. This is such a good. Yeah, this is such a good. good Yeah. Well, we appreciate you so much, and now my brain is going to start planning my future trip Mm -hmm. to Atlanta. I'm doing it in my brain right now too. Please, yeah, yeah. I just want to go around your candy shop and like smell things, but like from a safe distance, like not put like. I just like burying your face in a uh, bin of candy, not in a creepy way at all. Not in a creepy way, right? Yeah. Got There's it. like the specific smell of those red lips that they used to give oh, out in Halloween. The, wax, what, the wax, wax candy ones. ones? Yep. I yes. love those. But there's a specific smell and I ordered some from Amazon a couple years ago mm-hmm. and I just opened the package and was like, you're not the ones. They smell like that so bergamot mad. gum a little bit. They have that like yeah. a little bit of that subtle smell. I'm putting it's my hands something. to my face and yeah, smelling things that don't lips exist. With her yeah, there's a lot of smells in a, in a candy store. Certain boxes can trigger... <laughs> Oh, memories thanks. oh my gosh yeah. i just want to be an intern that opens boxes for you for a while <laughs> i mean i can i feel like that would be that, fun actually that would be a helpful position unboxing videos i'd be tiktok <laughs> famous just open boxes of candy all day long like, it's not even my candy but... i know i'm not even gonna eat it i just want to smell it oh <gasps> uh, okay well now i'm starving so we're ending our episode exactly like we always do very <laughs> hungry and very very happy <laughs> our cup runneth over and our tummies are empty well, you have a wonderful rest of your day yes. and i will continue to randomly text you fun spooky things absolutely as we get into please October. don't stop and <laughs> don't you dare things i uh, love it we just love you so much I thank you, you so much. thank you for having me i really appreciate it of course it. It was thank fun. you yay all right all right bye, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. What a wonderful episode. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us. We appreciate you. If you like this as much as we did and you want to rate and review, it is very beneficial for the pod and you can do that anywhere you are listening to your podcast that allows you to do so. Yes, please. Thank you Five very much. stars. Yep. Thank you everyone who's on Patreon and your donations each month keep this podcast alive and running. We see you. We love you. We appreciate you. <sighs> you can join us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash you, you are, are that. that. For as little as a buck a month, our love is cheap. You can find us on Twitter and Instagram at no, you are that. Don't forget the no. You can also find us on Facebook. We have regular page where you can get all your updates and we have the group. So if you search you are that on Facebook, we'll come on up. We also have merch for your bods at you are that merch dot com so get this merch we have in the store right now because we will be pulling some stuff and putting new stuff in mm-hmm. when new merch comes and you can choose if you're a shan or a bond i like that you can't be both just kidding you can i'm probably not supposed to interrupt <laughs> Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. 
So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.